Blog Talk Radio. This is Roof Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Jeff Broderick, and I'm going to be the host of Roof Talk Radio. We're going to come to you for about 15 minutes and discuss all things roofing. We're going to talk about facility managers and what they look for when it comes to managing the roof. We're going to talk about building owners and what's important to them. And most of all, we're going to talk about how we can approach this industry just a little bit differently. Coming up, Episode 2, Quality Assurance Coordinators Required. If you have a large company, this is a must. This is Rooftalk Radio. Good morning, Rooftalk Radio listeners. Uh, episode two, here we go. My name is Jeff Broderick. I'm going to be your host for about the next 15 minutes. Um, we typically are going to be doing these, trying to do them weekly, um, but I don't want to commit to that. So you'll hear me say periodically. And uh, what I mean by periodically is I hope weekly, but it may or may not happen. Um, I know it will not be happening next week um, because we the IRE show, the International Roofers Expo, is happening um, uh, down in Dallas, Fort Worth area. Uh, I will be attending that, and I will not be available to do the show. Um, however, I'm hoping to get a lot of really good information from the show that I'll be able to share with you on the following week episode. And uh, we've got some good shows coming up. I've got some guests that have reached out to me um, uh, stating that they would like to be part of the show. And so we're going to have uh, various guests on from time to time. One of the shows coming up, we're going to be talking about restoration um, and some of the different applications that you can use for restorations, uh, fluid applied um, and, and various types of, of different products that can be used and comparing those and trying to figure out the pros and cons and what are the best uh, solutions when it comes time for a major roof project. So uh, those shows are going to be coming up. You'll be hearing from me uh, throughout the week prior to announcing those shows and explaining exactly what to expect uh, when those shows happen. So I want to talk about some things today um, regarding large companies and uh, corporate structures that need to be in place in order to effectively control those portfolios. But before I do, um, I did want to mention, you know, yesterday the world, um, the world was, the country certainly was, but, you know, I think even on a worldwide basis, uh, this, this person was known. Um, but the death of Kobe Bryant and his uh, 15-year-old daughter was, was shocking to, to myself, I know, and, and to many. Um, you know, I've grown up in Chicago, and uh, my era was the Michael Jordan era. You know, I, I, he's was the greatest of all time and, and uh, certainly somebody that I grew up really appreciating. Um, but Kobe came in and uh, was a big, was a big influence to so many um, out there. And uh, certainly, you know, my, my stepbrother and, and, and so many others grew up in an era where they didn't get the opportunity to see Michael Jordan play a whole lot, but they did see a lot of Kobe Bryant and, um, uh, just shocking and sad and uh, definitely something that we should all remember. Life is fragile. Life uh, it doesn't promise you another breath. Um, and you never know when your time is coming or when the person that you're talking to's time is coming. So so just appreciate every moment and, and recognize that this might be the last moment that you have to share with somebody and, and make it count. So 
Um, all right. Uh, how do you segue from that to roofing? I don't know. <laughs> so let's let's just chop it. All right. Good luck with that. And moving forward, when it comes to roofing and it comes to managing your roof portfolio, there are some things that um, are super important in order to make sure that you control that asset. And the need to controlling that asset is something that it, it can be so costly to a company if it's not controlled properly. One of the things that I have found in the 17 years of, of working with various corporations is obviously the larger the company, the more facilities, the larger those facilities that have multiple sections, the harder that it becomes to manage that asset. Um, if you have even say 10 buildings that are under your belt and each of those buildings have five roof sections, you have 50 different roofs that you need to manage and make determinations on whether they should be repaired, whether they should be replaced, whether they should just uh, be monitored and, and continue to keep an ongoing eye on those roof sections. And, and what is the proper thing to do per roof section? And that becomes very difficult to do. Um, and, and it's something that over the years I have been fortunate enough to be uh, part of coming up with some great solutions to that, but it's enabled me to be able to get in with some companies and help expose some problems that really don't necessarily have to do with anything that, you know, I can bring to the table and fix um, before they fix a corporate structure problem. We talk about um, quality assurance uh, coordinators, um, uh, reliability managers, anything that's, that has to do with facilities administration and the need for having this person at a corporate level when you have a large company, it's absolutely vital. I have seen a lot of different companies with some structures that are just they're just bound to fail um, when it comes time to trying to utilize smart dollars and save money on the most expensive asset on the facility, the roof. And those structures have, have varied from time to time, but to lay out a couple of them, um, car dealerships are notorious for this, where they ha may have a corporate hub that houses um, all of these national at times dealerships across the country. Um, and yet at a corporate level, they care about making sure that if there's a roof that needs to be replaced, um, that they're the ones that are handling all of that. But on the day to day stuff, they kind of put that in the hands of the general managers um, at the dealership and basically give them full autonomy to make decisions of whether they should or shouldn't do roof repairs along the way. Um, I've even seen that not just, I, I don't mean to pick on dealerships cause, uh, I just have seen that a lot with multiple dealerships, but you know, one of the biggest material suppliers, uh, in the country, I happened to, to be able to work with for quite a few years and they had a corporate structure that was just detrimental where at a corporate level, again, when it comes to capital stuff, big project expense, roof replacements, they were the ones responsible for getting bids and, and doing all of that and, and, and awarding contracts for roof replacements. But the day-to-day -day stuff, the daily repairs of roofs um, were left to those branch managers, just the people that, that were at that particular location, to make decisions of what they did and did not choose to do 
um, when it came to roof repairs. Uh, part of the problem with that structure is that at the local level, typically they have one bucket of money that they can utilize. Um, for instance, a, a car dealership may have X dollars of money that they can spend for repairing various items throughout the facility, whether it's the HVAC unit, whether it's some parking lot stuff, whether, um, you know, they want to get new desks in the office um, or their roof, uh, you know, heaven forbid you spend money on the roof, but, but they, that would come from that same bucket of money. Um, I've even seen where the bucket of money is also tied to things like advertising. You know, they can, they can choose to put an ad in the paper for their latest sale um, or they can choose to fix their roof. And obviously, when you have somebody whose mindset is that of the the, the short term, uh, meaning I need to c- fix leaks when they occur, that that's a problem because it's going to affect my business. But I would rather spend money on an ad in the newspaper than taking care of repair items that are on the roof that I may not be aware of because water's not coming into my building. Um, And when you have that type of a a structure based upon a local person making those decisions so often, and I would almost venture to say almost all the time, the wrong decision is made as to what to do with that expensive asset based upon the long-term care and the long-term expense of that roof asset. Let me be clear on this so that I can kind of pull this all together here. When it comes time for a roof replacement, it is a very expensive project. And if you've ever undergone one, you know that. But what can cause a roof to become even more expensive at the time of a replacement is when you are forced to tear off a roof that could have been overlaid. When you tear off a roof down to the deck, you are required by state codes to come up to whatever the R value requirement is. Oftentimes, it's a significant increase in thickness of that roof which requires you to oftentimes raise units, raise curbs, do things on that roof that now have to be done in order to meet that new height for manufacturer-required flashing heights. This is something that um, it can become an extreme expense. The other thing that can happen is a lot of ancillary items. Um, you open up that roof, and now you've got rotted wood nailers along the perimeter edge that have to be replaced. You have um, maybe deck uh, metal deck that's now rusting because uh, water has been sitting in there, uh, saturating. Uh, even if you can overlay a roof, oftentimes you might have wet insulation uh, that that is sporadic, but is significant enough that you have to cut it out and replace it and do a unit cost, um, spot replacement cost for that wet insulation that had it have been dry, you would not have incurred those costs. Had the roof have been dry internally, the wood wouldn't have been rotted and the metal wouldn't be corroded. So these additional costs can become extensive and add a lot of money to that bottom line dollar of that cost of the project. However, what controls those added costs are the day-to-day decisions of making appropriate repairs to the roof. One of the differences between a roof and repairs that are identified versus other facility assets, like, say, a HVAC unit, is that when something goes wrong with the HVAC unit, you're aware of it. 
you're cold. Uh, when it's when it's you know winter time, you're cold. It's no longer heating your your building, or you're hot. <laughs> it's no longer cooling it. These things become very apparent and very obvious, and so you correct those problems. With a roof, you have issues going on on that roof that could be allowing water to saturate the internal components of that roof system, but the water never finds its way into the building. And so you're unaware of these issues unless you are actually proactively managing them by having somebody going out and doing a proper inspection on those roofs and bringing those items to your attention. And then once those items are brought to your attention, taking care of them as soon as possible so that water getting into that roof system um, it happens as infrequently as possible and allows you to be able to have the best chance of having the lowest cost roof project when that time comes. Having somebody at that local level who doesn't really have the mindset of caring too much about that big capital expense because that all comes from corporate. That's all something that the corporate has to take care of. My money here at the local level that needs to be spent on repairs and, uh, and, and other things throughout this building. So I am going to make decisions of what I want to do based upon that mindset, which again, does not transfer over to that long-term cost expense. So if you have a large company and you have a lot of facilities that you have to control and keep in control of, you need somebody at that corporate level, a quality assurance coordinator, a reliability manager, a facilities administrator to make those decisions ongoingly and require that the proper repairs are being performed that are going to lower the overall expense of that replacement when the time comes. Having somebody with that mindset in place at the corporate level who has the same care for the big expenses as they do for the day-to-day -day expenses is absolutely crucial for any company to successfully control that asset and spend their money wisely and not excessively come out of pocket for projects that they didn't need to come out of pocket for when the time comes. I'm certainly happy to talk more about this with uh, in future shows and with anybody personally. If you ever want to reach out to me and have any of these conversations, feel free to do so. As we continue to move forward, um, I'm going to look for more call-ins to happen. Um, the call-in number is on the homepage here that you're listening to. Um, I give it out as well, which I didn't do at the beginning of this show, so I apologize. But uh, 516-418-5936 is always the call-in number. I look forward to doing more of these shows and hearing from you and having more guests on the show. Thank you so much, and until next time, stay dry. You're listening to Roof Talk Radio. This is Roof Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Jeff Broderick, and I'm going to be the host of Roof Talk Radio. We're going to come to you.